1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 1. This is what we celebrate today. This is what we try to ponder. This is what we try to contemplate. This is what we try to seek to understand. God who is three persons yet one God. The mystery that causes heads to turns and minds to wonder. It's the central mystery of our faith because it is a mystery of God himself. One God, three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so when we ask, who is God? We can rightly answer, he's three persons. But we can also answer with the words of St. John. Three words, to be precise. God is love. And so St. Augustine famously articulated that if God is three persons and God is love, then we can use an analogy of love in order to try to explain the mystery of the Trinity, a sort of analogy to peer into the mystery of who God is. But let me clarify that this is just that, an analogy. It falls short to adequately and perfectly explain the mystery of God, yet at the same time, we can truly see a reality in God using the image of love that allows us, you could say, to peek into the beauty of who God is in himself. As St. Augustine put it, within love there is always the lover, the beloved, and the love shared between them. And so thus, using this analogy, he says, the father is the lover. And every lover has something, some object which it loves, the beloved. So we have the father who is the lover and the son who is the beloved, the one who is loved, but also the one who returns love to the father. And the love between the father and the son is so strong it's so powerful that it itself is another person, love, the Holy Spirit. So within God, we have the lover, the beloved, and the love shared between them, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so this allows us to truly see that God is not just an all-powerful, all-knowing being, but God in himself is a communion of love. He's a God of relationship. And we can obviously see how this mystery causes heads to turn and minds to wonder. But I would propose, too, that it also should cause our hearts to rejoice. Our hearts to rejoice that God is a communion of love. We heard in our first reading Moses exhorting the people of God. They're standing on the brink of the Holy Land the land promised to them by God. He begins to exhort them, but he also begins to rhetorically ask them these questions so as to show the unique love God had for them. This is what he asked them, one of the, one of the questions. Did any God venture to go and take a nation for himself from the midst of another nation? In other words, Moses is asking the people to consider that this all-powerful, all-knowing, this God who created everything that they see, the one God, 
This is the guy that takes them for himself. This is the guy that ventured out. This is the guy that sought after them. This is the guy that chose them. This is the God who adopted, adopted them. This is the God who particularly picked them from all other nations for himself. My brothers and sisters, we celebrate today that this is not just true of the nation of Israel. These words are actually proposed to you and to me today. Did any God go and venture to go to take you for himself? Yes. And he sits on a cross, seeking after every single soul. And every person who has heard the words as they poured over them, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit at that moment was chosen by God, particularly picked by God for himself. He chose you. He adopted you. He saw you and said, that is my beloved son and my beloved daughter with whom I am well pleased. I think oftentimes when we think about our faith, our Christianity, our religion, we immediately begin to think of laws. But Moses, and then also Jesus, the new Moses who comes to reveal the Trinity to us, he reminds us that our faith is not just first about laws. It's first about being chosen by love. And not just being chosen by love but being chosen by love, for love, to love. You see, God left the 99, so to speak, to choose us. God sought after us to make us his own. And we're taken by love, for love, to love. And so the revelation of the Trinity, no matter how complicated it may be to understand, ultimately reveals to us who we are. This is the beauty of it all, is that God, in revealing himself, reveals to us ourselves. He says, don't forget, you were chosen by love, for love, to love. Now, I think if we look at the sacraments of initiation, the three sacraments of initiation, baptism, Eucharist, and confirmation, we can see God through the sacraments drawing us in slowly into the love of God, the love of the Trinity. At our baptism, those words were said, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And at that moment, you were washed clean, but also you became a son or a daughter of God. You could say that God took you out of the nation of Satan and placed you right into the kingdom of God, into his church. And so the Father chooses you. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. 
then after being taken by love, we're further incorporated into the Holy Trinity and the love of God because we realize that in being chosen by, chosen by love, we're made for love. And to be made for love means to, we're made to receive love. And so a good father always provides. And do we not receive love every single mass? Let me put it this way. Do, not, do we not receive love himself at every single Mass contained in this tiny little piece of what we looks like to be bread, but is presented to you as the body of Christ, the blood of Christ? And so knowing that we're made to receive love, God gives himself, who is love, knowing that he is the only one that can truly satisfy that longing that we have. But that's not it. We have one more sacrament. Just last week, we celebrated the Feast of Pentecost where the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles. And we recognize that that moment is perpetuated over and over and over again in the sacrament of confirmation. For all of you who are confirmed, I'm sure at your confirmation, you didn't hear a strong wind and tongues of fire didn't come and descend upon your head. But the spirituality, the spiritual reality of the Holy Spirit coming to dwell within you, that took place so that you could fulfill the third part. You're made to love. But see, we're not just made to love. We're made to love like love loves, like our Lord. And to do that is humanly impossible. And so God, in order to be able to provide for us, sends his Holy Spirit, sends the very love between the Father and the Son into each and every one of us so that we can love as love loves. Because we were made to love. And so, yes, today and every day, one plus one plus one equals one when it comes to God. This is the mystery we try to ponder. This is the mystery that turns our heads. This is the mystery that our minds begin to meditate on, to seek to understand. Three persons, one God, the lover, the beloved, and the love between them. But what makes this celebration so much sweeter is that we recognize that we're not just chosen by any God. We're chosen by the one God who is love himself, the lover, the beloved, and the love between them. And we have been taken by him for himself, taken by love, for love, to love.